they're coming into your funnel because what you're saying is useful to them it's providing value to them and so we have to keep that going the whole way they're interested and we have to really blunt about this people coming are interested in themselves not interested in welcome you welcome back no. welcome back to this new series this is episode two of four where we're talking about digital funnel building with sam hollis welcome back sam thanks so much it's good to be here Listen to the first episode if you haven't done so, because we're talking a lot about some principles and the big idea of the entire, let's say, getting, let people to get to know you, to getting them to buy something from you. And now we're talking a bit more about... As we said last time, I think the top of the funnel for a lot of people is social media, isn't it? It's that place where you can sort of post out into the ether and, and people will see it. You know, you can... You can put things on an email newsletter, but you've already got to add a contact before people read your newsletter because they've got to be subscribed. So I guess, yeah, the, the social media there, there is also networking there, but it's that kind of what messages are you putting out there? How are you going to get people to engage? And it's, it's yeah, getting people to do that. What are you saying that's make that's interesting for people? What information are you giving them that's really useful to them? And what messages are giving out that you're trustworthy, that you're somebody other people are working with and, and it's working out really well for them? And you're sort of tempting them to, to start to engage with you, start to build a relationship with you. So it's thinking about, yeah, what you're going to say, what message you're going to put out and, and why people might want to start to you know, build a relationship with you, albeit at this top level on a fairly tentative basis, you know, a a Facebook a Facebook like LinkedIn follow, that sort of thing, just just getting to that. Yes. And I think it, it's really like building that trust. And we mentioned that before, and you just mentioned it, talking about other people that have used your product or that you worked with if you're selling services. So making use of testimonials let other people say how great you are <laughs> instead of you saying hey i'm so great come and work with that doesn't usually work as well as having other people say that about you and then also when you're communicating what they're actually getting this is more maybe for selling but even when you're talking asking to sign up to a newsletter they need to know what they're getting what they're getting into how often is the newsletter coming what kind of content is there and what what is the benefit so one thing is always communicating the features of everything so it comes once a month or once a week or every two weeks or whatever the frequency is make sure you stick to it what you communicate as well of course and then but you also need to say what's in it for them because again signing up with an email address is not easy peasy as it used to be because we're all swamped with emails and often also emails that we don't want so make sure you always communicate the what and also what's in it for them so not just the features mm. that's it and i think the what's in it for them is is the most important part there and that's exactly the same when it comes down to the to sort of when they're visiting a website and when, and when they're buying as well when somebody you know is dealing with these things they're thinking about things from their point of view funnily enough you know from what they need what they want what help they need uh, they're not coming in we have to be honest. If somebody is coming in visiting my website, it's 
not because they're interested in me. They don't want a great big essay about, you know, how I liked web design when I was nine, not that it existed when I was nine, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're coming into your funnel because what you're saying is useful to them, it's providing value to them, and so we have to keep that going the whole way. They're interested, and we have to really blunt about this, people coming are interested in themselves, not interested in you. Now, it might be you know, later on, we had conversations, it's much more of a mutual relationship. But initially, they're just interested in, I need this for my business. Oh, this person is providing something of value to me. So yes, if you're trying to get them to sign up to your newsletter, they're, they're not interested how many readers your newsletter got. I don't think they're that interested how often it comes apart from it's once a day, because they'll probably think, my God, I'll never read that. But what they're interested in is what it does for them. What are the, How are they going to benefit? And I think that's really key is getting things across, is thinking about things from other people's point of view. When you're doing those posts on social and when you're doing the newsletter and website writing, it's all about the 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 lead the client whatever you want to call them the person coming down the funnel talking to them from their point of view not talking about yourself because that's not interesting to everybody else what's interesting to everybody is themselves i mean we mentioned social media before and i, I just want to make sure that to take off this pressure maybe of people as well to always be on all social media channels because sometimes people say oh yeah okay but i'm not on any social media channel because I, I can't deal with the content creation for Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, or whatever. I think it all comes down to, and you mentioned that at the beginning, also, who are you talking to once you know this? So who do you want actually on your email list? Who do you want to, in the end, buy your product or service, which is obviously based on also who might need it or who you want to need it? Yeah, if that's correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my head is spinning now. But anyway, you you should need to be very clear who you're basically talking to. This will define everything else. It will define what you're actually creating and who will sign up. And we mentioned in the first episode, if someone signs up to your news, um, there might be different reasons for that. Maybe it's just someone that you've met and that signed up because... They thought, oh, yeah, it's nice to do that because they've met you. But in the end, they unsubscribe because they, they're not interested in what you're doing. And again, like you mentioned, it's not a bad thing that people unsubscribe because these people are not interested in what you're doing, what you have to offer, probably, because otherwise they wouldn't sub subscribe. And yeah, thinking about you don't have to be on all social media channels. You should be on the social media channels that you actually will also enjoy filling with content. Plus obviously where this person is no definitely and there's a good balance there and and the other thing on top of that with thinking about social channels is just how much do you know about how it works and most of us don't know that much about how many of them works but if we get to learn one then we can be a lot more effective if we spend quite a lot of time on one social media channel and do it really well than be on eight social media channels and do them all badly because we're just jumping from one to the other have really no clue what we're doing so that's another part of it but you're right getting knowing who your target audience is and who you're speaking to is so vital isn't it so when you're writing a newsletter you're writing a social media post you're creating video you know who it is you're talking to you know what they're interested in you know what engages them you know what would be helpful to them because if if you don't know that then you could just you could just write anything and you're writing to anyone you're not going to get very far so yeah you've really got to have that target audience very very clearly in mind and everything has to be focused on them and they will 
start to engage and other people will not which is what you want there is no point engaging people who are not relevant to what you're what you're and yeah no what you say with social channels is so right you know pick a couple that really work and are relevant if you're a business to business person you really really need to be on linkedin you know that obviously is pretty essential but yeah you got to think where where are my target audience what channel are they using and you're right Christine, you've got to also be happy with the content. If you are petrified of standing in front of a camera and will never do it, then probably TikTok is not for you. You know, I don't use it, but I was a teacher, so it doesn't petrify me standing in front of a camera because I spent 13 years standing in front of a group of teenagers, you know, who would ridicule it. It's the same, so I don't mind. Yeah, picking your social channel, I think you're right, is really important and do picking the right ones and doing it well and making sure your target audience are there. So I think we've got to think about how we get people there so i think you know if we're posting on social media we think how are we going to get people to see those posts okay well maybe we could not just post but actually we could go and connect with relevant people so maybe you've got a service that is for accountants great so you're going to post about accountancy things on linkedin and then what would be good is actually going into LinkedIn and just making connections with accountants. You know, right, how many can I manage a day, five a day? That would take me, what, 10 minutes, if that. Dead easy. Maybe go mad to start with. We'll do 20 a day and go crazy for a week or two. But yeah, think about what's manageable and think about, get you know, who are you connecting with? How are they seeing your post? Because if you do just start to post, you know, you want to get people to see it. So I think inviting people to connect with you really good and then starting to engage with them, that can really help. To, to get yeah to get people into the social media rather than just posting i think that initial connecting is good what we did talk about earlier i think with the trust building is really good you talked about testimonials i think really important with that those video testimonials i don't know about you christina i've started to collect those for my clients and started to encourage my clients to do that for their websites too because i have to be honest there's as, as I build websites, I talk to clients and they go, oh, my last web designer just said they'd write the testimonials for me, which I find quite disturbing. Yeah. But, you know, written testimonials, you know, how genuine are they? I mean, I mean, there is obviously if they're on Google, if they're on Trustpilot, we know they're good. But if it's a video, that's pretty reliable, isn't it? If there's a video and somebody talking there and there's them, hello, I'm whoever it is, and they're saying what a great experience you have, how much more engaging is that than the written testimonial? and more and you definitely know it's the real person because they're there but that engagement is huge with video testimonials and i think if you're talking about trust just video posts as well even if you're saying what you were going to write i think just people seeing you being a human being talking making little mistakes as you go through i think that really helps with the trust as well and that engagement people can really you know see you as a human being rather than sort of you know just the a smart little canva animation that you've popped up there you actually speaking about a topic will really sort of build that trust i think yeah i completely agree video testimonials is i agree the best you can get i'm trying to get those most of the people say no because they don't feel comfortable giving them not because they they don't want to yeah because they they're not happy with the product um, yeah. but <laughs> because they are in my case even sometimes because they don't want to be seen they don't even want their real full name or just the first name on the testimonial because they i'm i'm helping people start the business and they might still be in employed. Yeah. so they yeah. for them it's like a confidentiality thing where they say no i don't want my employer to know that i'm trying to be self-employed so that's that might be sometimes one reason the other mainly the reason is that people are not confident enough to speak into the camera they're not used but i completely agree that's the best thing to do fake testimonials well i <laughs> i personally don't use them 
I don't agree with it. Same as you. There is people know how important testimonials are and they think they have to make things up if they're new in the market and they haven't worked with anyone yet or no one has bought the product or service. Give some some, some free samples, give a half an hour coaching session if you're a coach and get someone to write uh, something for you. That's what I did at the beginning when I, even for the certificate and stuff, I had to actually do free sessions, a specific amount. And you, for these sessions, I asked people to write me the testimonial because they were real clients, even though they weren't paying. So again, try to have the right mindset and don't think, oh, just because you're doing a free session doesn't mean that this is not of value. And this is another thing <laughs> that we will probably talk about is that everything and that we mentioned already needs to be of value, even if it's free. Because if it's free and they don't think it's of value to them and they didn't enjoy it as much and didn't do what you promised, they will, guess what? They will not go down the funnel. <laughs> they will not go to the next step. That's it. Yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, everything being valuable and engaging is really important, isn't it? I think engaging has to come in there too. There has to be that mix, doesn't it? Because you can have something that's really valuable to somebody, but if it's kind of written as a 24 page Word document with, you know, nine point font, it's not going to engage people in the same way. So it's, it's, it's got to have both. It's got to, make people interested but it's also got to be you know accessible and in a way that's useful to people i know i was speaking to somebody who works in i don't know what they were working in now but they were trying to give advice and they had so much professional advice they were literally trying to give away this 12-page work document with dense like there's about 15 really useful giveaways you could make out of this but as a you know as just a word document it, it's not engaging people and people aren't going to use it and it's not not as ex you know not not as exciting to them as you giving them smaller bits of useful information that they can go away and use there. And then lots of information is also, I think it sort of impedes people because if you give somebody too much information, it's information overload. They don't know where to start. They don't know what to do. But if you go, okay, five, five easy steps to improve your marketing tomorrow and they're really small steps that people could do, that's much more engaging and much more useful to people. Yeah, for sure, because also sometimes it can be overwhelmed. If you get to give too much information, they might get overwhelmed. Depends on who you're targeting. Yeah. They might be ready. I mean, if, you, if you're targeting people that are further down the line, if you're talking about starting a business. Um, but again, there, for me, I'm supporting people starting their business, but also with the marketing side. So I could have, let's say, two things that might be of interest for people. And I always post about these two sides because at some point someone who starts needs to market their business yeah definitely and just to pick up on an old point really yeah. quickly we're talking about testimonials and how to get them when you start and for a lot of people the business they set up is linked to the work they did before so you can always go back to you have to be a little bit careful with ex-employers but you know go back to people you've worked with before say you're setting up an IT business your own IT business you could go back to people you've given to IT support to before and probably a person not a business if you know and go to an individual person and go look I did some IT support with you would you mind writing about this and you have to do that carefully so it's not to upset your ex-employee but in some ways you can also possibly get testimonials that way because for most people I have already been doing the work that they do when they set up a business that is very true good idea thank you any final thoughts before we finish this episode? I think I think we've covered most things. I think what you said probably is the key is that it's got to be valuable. It's got to be valuable. Whatever you're putting out there, it's got to be valuable. It's got to be engaging. It's got to 
help to move people down the funnel. And yeah, the way to do that is to provide value, provide help, be useful to people, be open and contactable. Thank you so much. Valuable insights. For me, all logical things. <laughs> I think they need to be spoken out loud so that people will actually remind themselves. And also me, I always have to remind myself when I create a product, okay, now let's review my idea and see if that's actually of value to the people in my community, for example. And then I might revise something and I might say, mm, actually not. I might still do it for myself, <laughs> but not maybe for, for the community. So next time, so there's two more episodes coming up. Next time we're talking about making engaging sales websites. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us so far, Sam, and talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon. It's been great being here. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.